All right, welcome everybody. It's a bonus episode brought to you by Friday the 13th Horror Podcast. In this month of Halloween, we are going to bring you some bonus content for all the horror. And if you don't know what all the horror is, it is a hashtag and a Twitter uh, handle and a right? Twitter handle. Yes. Oh my God, it's everything. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring you this content. Uh, free of charge, as always, but we're also going to do some crossover with another little podcast. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and oh, oh my gosh, I think we have them on the line. Uh, Kim and Kat stay alive. Maybe. Are you there? We're Hello. here. Hi. Oh my God. Hi, everyone. Nice to be with Hi. you. This nice is going to be a lot be of fun. Here. Thanks um, for having us. So, Kim and Kat stay alive. I'm just going to go KK Sam from this point on. Is that cool? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, KK so- Sam. <laughs> and I and I have to preface this with I am one of your Sammies. So oh, yay! We love we our love Sammies. <laughs> yeah, I, I love you guys. I listen to you weekly. It's it's kind of a tradition now, uh, and you, you guys are doing a bang up job. And Andrew Thank introduced you. me to your podcast, and I think it's just wonderful and lovely and fun. And also, I think you have wonderful voices too. And I think oftentimes I in Thank in you. the podcasting world, people really do forget. That it's uh, the medium is audio, right? And I think yep. you really have lovely voices, and that really that really matters. Thank you. Well, that's where our theater training comes in. You yes. know, we, Amen. We, I knew what there were some other theater majors something. in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We do our vocal warm ups. Yep. Which just reminded me I forgot to do them before this. As did I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what we wanted to do this today is we, we want to get to know you guys a little bit, and then we're going to tell some, some stories if that, if that works for you. Sounds perfect. Um, cool. Yeah. So tell us, first of all, for people that have not listened to your show, give us your, you know, blanket statement. What are you guys all about? Sure. We're Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. And uh, what we do is one of us watches a horror movie that the other one hasn't seen. And we walk that person through the the story point by point. Uh, spoilers and all and we ask that person okay in this moment what would you do to stay alive and what do you think the character does to stay alive so that's like and then it's mixed in with like you know our lives our personal lives and very personal so so that's by far one of the most unique ideas i've heard for a podcast where did you get the idea so i uh had become addicted to podcasts a few years ago. Uh, They were my refuge when I was having kind of a a difficult couple of years. And I would just get lost in uh, these podcasts. And I really gravitated towards uh, women hosts that were friends with each other. And I loved just sort of being a part of their friendships. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. I have a best friend. So Mm -hmm. I came to Kim and I was like, Bernsey, I want to talk to you. I want to record it and I want to do it every week and I want to put it on Apple iTunes. What should we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> so we thought about a couple things and like we love true crime, but that seemed to be like blowing up at the moment a little bit. And we were like, ah, we don't want to do that, which I now now that we have a podcast, I am so grateful for because too. I don't think I could have dug into like those really sad true oh stories God, yeah. over yeah, like, and over again. You guys are also far die. too funny for that. So... <laughs> thank you thanks yeah this like gives us way more freedom but we were like what do we both love and horror movies came up like that's just something that like out of our friend group we'd always be the two that are like let's go watch a movie together horror movie together 
So we were like, great, let's do horror movies. And then we were like, okay, but we don't want to do a review podcast because um, we're also not like horror movie buffs yeah, sure. the way that like, yeah, some not- people, like we're not trying to be like, we're the experts, you yeah. know, we're not. So uh, I don't know. I just kind of had an inspired idea and I kind of, it, it started actually as being like, what if we did a choose your own adventure? Like those old books. Yeah, yeah fun, fun, fun. I love those. Uh, so yeah, kind of like spurred from that. And then um, also the opening of our podcast, which is like the quote from Scream, where they call her and say, do you like scary movies? And she's like, no, it's always like some girl running up the stairs when she should be running out the front door. It's insulting. Yeah. And so it just spurred from cool. that. Cool. I'm into it. And if, and if our listeners yeah. have not listened to you guys, <laughs> I, I definitely encourage it. Um, but going, going back to your As origins, if you will, um, how did you guys meet? Uh, we went to college together. We were theater majors together. Yep. So uh, we were in our acting yes. one theater class, <laughs> first day of college. And uh, Kim was a little like too cool <laughs> for us in the beginning. It's like, true. She was like, Meisner I'm going to go hang you. out. <laughs> yeah. She was, no, she was no. more like, I'm going to go hang out with the frat, frat boys. Guys. <laughs> You guys can go to your dumb theater parties. Cut to two yeah. years later. She was like, can I go to your dumb theater parties? And we're like, they won me over eventually. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. And then we were cast together and stuff. And then we moved out to California together. Yeah. Were you guys roommates when you moved out to California? You betcha. Yeah, we were. Cool. Um, so, um, you've kind of already touched on this a little bit, but like, where did you get the idea like for doing this? Was it literally just like, because I mean, our listeners know that all of our ideas stem from being drunk. So <laughs> that's kind of where we come from. Well, but the, the initial idea. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it truly came. Uh, it, yes, it came from us being drunk. When, when, <laughs> that's where all of our best ideas come from as well. But no, it really did come from. I mean, I know it sounds very Mr. Rogers, but it really came from our friendship and just really yeah. enjoying yeah. talking to each other and feeling like we have something to say and a perspective that's entertaining that other people might want to listen to. So it really came from that. And I think that that's an important thing that we've learned about ourselves is like, we're kind of a podcast about our friendship first and then horror movies second. Yes, I know far too much about your dating life. It's it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> we even did like the whole thing as like an experiment at first. Like we were like, this is a, okay. We think this is our idea. We record the first five episodes. I think we recorded not all at once, right? I don't know. But we recorded, we released the first five all at once because we just wanted to like try it sure. a couple times and be like, sure. is this something we even like and something we could consistently do? So we just recorded five like over a period of time before we released anything. And we were like, I think, I think this works. Yeah. And that is also how dating got involved yes. because of experiments <laughs> where originally I was going to watch movies on dates and then that was clearly not possible to do every week. Yeah, because I mean, the thing was that like we liked watching horror movies together. That was our favorite thing. We have now created a scenario <laughs> where we can yeah. never watch a horror movie together. <laughs> and we really fucked ourselves on that hilarious. one. <laughs> I, my husband is required by law to watch horror movies with me. So Kim, I was like, well, I don't, I don't know, girl. I mean, good luck. <laughs> but that is why it's so funny how things just happen organically, because that's the only reason I talk so in-depthly about my dating life. It's because I originally was supposed to watch movies on dates. Like that was part of the podcast. And then it just gotcha. became part of the discussion. And now 
people reach out to me about it so much that I'm like, I guess I'll keep everyone updated. <laughs> so when did you, you, you put out those first five episodes, right? And then you, um, you put them out there. People got back to you. You got some reviews. People interact with you on social media. When did you know that it was working? Is it working? <laughs> oh, great. Okay. It's working. It's working. So when did you when did you know that it was cool to keep going, really? You know what I mean? Well, Kim is... It, it's really... I forgot about this. Yeah. So I can be a little anxious <laughs> and a little high strung and a little controlling. And so Kim was like, listen, bitch. We are only doing this if we are having fun. That is our number one rule. And I loved that. Not that that isn't what my goal would have been. I would have just forgotten that that was my goal at some point. So because we set that on the table first, uh, we knew it was working when we kept having fun. Yeah. That was our intention. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. um, So I have one really important question. How many (laughs) beverages do you have today? (laughs) Well, I have four next to me, mm-hmm. but one is a full bottle of wine, so we can replenish our, <laughs> yes, our glasses perfect. of wine. Yeah, so she has, so wait, yeah, she has water, she has a glass of wine, she has coffee, and then she has our bottle of wine. She's provided me with two beverages of my own, plus <laughs> half of the wine We need bottles. to start doing this. It's yeah. important to stay it hydrated. It makes more sense for us. But only if we can balance it on cushions like they do. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so true. So true. I, I I have a habit of trying that, but then always spilling it. I'm not good at it at all. Oh yeah, oh, no, no I spill on myself all the time. Every day. <laughs> um. Uh. So, on on Friday the Thirteenth, we talk about um, horror in real life and horror in the movies. Uh, what is something for for you two that is like truly horrifying in the real world that truly horrifies you more than watching some of these horror movies? Uh, oh, so many I, things. I really wish that I had a less cliche answer at this point, but I am in constant daily fear at he who shall not be named, <laughs> who's currently in our presidency right now. Yeah, I mean, we I, get it. <laughs> I, I wish I had like something else, like oh, you know what? But no, I'm I'm in constant fear all the time of that. So. We get it. We have a whole podcast around it. So. <laughs> yeah. I knew you guys would feel me. Um, I mean, same. I actually <laughs> I knew we were going to talk about that. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> I legit like I feel like I'm just like a highly sensitive person. So I'm like very specific with like what I bring into my energy field. <laughs> Sure. Oof, guys, I live in LA. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> but no, like I turned off my like news alerts and stuff because yeah. I was like, fuck, these things just keep popping up. And like, I, this sounds like a shitty way to say it, to be like ruining my day. But like, I do feel that um, I, I care about all the things about he who should not be named and especially um, things happening at the border and children. Like I, it like literally like is debilitating like my feelings. Yeah. But why I do find like I need to like take in that information in very specific ways and I need to seek it out. Like I can't just let it like hit me in the face at any moment. And that is because I fully believe that the way that like we can help is to like like you can't pour from an empty cup. 
situation yeah, course, you know sure. what i mean a therapist told me long ago and it was like the best advice ever where she's like it's like being on an airplane she's like you must put on your own oxygen mask first and so it's like the way that we can help everything that's happening is to like live our best lives to like become our most successful ourselves become fucking rich as shit like you know what i mean like the more no, people right. like us the more good people are like successful and powerful like that's how you fucking make shit happen oh, i love it yeah Take the power in and of yourself. <laughs> I just, just preached. Sorry. Um, so, you know, speaking speaking of of horror, uh, going back to just horror movies, what are some of your favorites? Or actually, how about this? What is your favorite horror film? I hate this question. I know she hates this question. <laughs> but Bernsey, honestly, it's been asked to us about four hundred billion. <laughs> I guess times. I could just pick an answer, but it's like, okay, look, I just don't do favorites. She's it's not stress- specific she to horror movies. About it like nobody's ever asked us this fucking question before. <laughs> it's because I don't have an actual answer. <laughs> I don't do Fox favorites. Sake, you guys, you guys, this is what I, I don't have do to favorites. Do. Okay, so I pick one. I, I, we both gravitate towards the like. Spooky, paranormal, ghosty, paranormal <laughs> yeah, ones. So I would say the two that, uh, fu- you know, fucked me up the most at the youngest age, and the one that, uh, you know, got me to fall in love with horror movies is tied between The Exorcist and The Shining. Oh mm, perfect. Both Good fucked choices. me up. So those are the ones that I always answer to. Your turn, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always say it. Because that's the first movie that was like got sure. me in. You know what I mean? Like that's the movie I saw in like fourth grade, and I was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> I'm so scared!" Yet I can't stop watching, and I want more. Um, but then I did rewatch it for the podcast. It was definitely made yeah. in 1990. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> didn't hold up like she thought. Like she. So, so now, now I do, now I don't now I don't know. I'm gonna stick with it for now, just because it inspired me tim tim curry is inspiring guys, this is he is she's literally bright red right now <laughs> at the prospect Wait, of having to like, i want to hear choice. i want to hear what your guys yeah what are your guys um i kind of hover between um poltergeist and the descent are kind of my two Ooh, Ooh, love descent. both of those and 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 i'm yeah. i'm with We've you the exorcist for me I yeah. mean, so many. Oh, totally. And like, up, right? I, I grew up Catholic. So like, we like grew up believing, Ooh. you know, in exorcism and, and everything else. So for us, it was, it was really terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that was, it's a right. good movie. I wonder if other people I don't have know heard if you've ever it. heard of it. Your mother sucks <laughs> cocks in hell. <laughs> um, so uh, just one more question before we move on to our story segment. Um, but have you ever had a favorite Halloween costume? Okay. So... <laughs> My favorite Halloween costumes are not necessarily the ones that are quote unquote good costumes, but college was so much fucking fun. So me and Kim and our three other best friends would do like a (laughs) joint group costume. Uh, That's something I've always wanted to do. Oh my God, it's the best. But we were like poor college students. We'll come to Chicago. Let's all do it together. Oh my God, let's do it. Ready. (laughs) We were poor, poor college students. So like for my favorite one was when we were firefighters. Yes. But that consisted of plastic kids' firefighter helmets, red uh, tank, tops. tank tops, and black rolled-up sweatpants oh with iron-on letters. Just, that I had, had an iron-on night. Yeah, that had puns <laughs> about firefighters on it. So, like, we had – it was – Five of us, and we each had puns. So one of us had iron on letter. Two of us had iron on letters that said, uh, "We'll slide down your pole." <laughs> and then another, another one was uh, we put out dot we, dot dot 
fires. fires. <laughs> yeah, so it was like we put out on the front and then dot, 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 fires. And then the last one was uh, we know how to handle a hose. Oh, yeah. And oh, perfect. My God. That's it, they were just like legit the most, yeah. the shoddiest, like just most ridiculously bad costumes, just arts and crafts costumes. <laughs> yeah. And it was just the best costume I've ever worn in my fucking life. Those are my favorites. Um, <laughs> Those are my favorites, too. And then if I had to go to a... This is a story I told the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, one of my, like, childhood favorite costumes. So I... We're actors, too. So we... I was on, like, a Disney commercial audition the yes. other day. And I uh, started... They asked a similar question. And so instead of telling the sex costume, I was like, oh, I'll tell the, my favorite costume. Like, in my brain. Because it's, like, happening so quickly. Like, you don't know what they're going to ask. And you're just like, oh, I don't know. Um, and, like, <laughs> you're just on the spot. And so like, I was like, oh, I'll tell my favorite childhood costume. And it was when I dressed up as Wednesday Adams because I had long hair like her. And I wore kind of like a little schoolgirl costume. And then I took one of my dolls and I... And I just stopped <laughs> talking because I realized like what I was gonna say, and then I was That's like, hilarious. And "You're like this is not Disney Fuck. Channel appropriate." <laughs> yes. So I ripped the doll's head off, and uh, that was one of my favorite costumes. And Disney was like, "Thank you so much." <laughs> Spoiler Goodbye. alert: I did Thank not get that in. job. Yeah. Thank you. We'll, 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 we'll Thank let you so know. Much. We'll be. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I one of my favorite costumes is actually a couple years ago when we did, um, when Michael and I dressed up as a supermarket sweep contestants. Oh, yeah. <gasps> yes! I love it. I love those. That was 2013. Oh How do you know that? Because I remember. I remember who I was dating at the time. That's do you have a favorite costume? Favorite costume for me. Um, see, so look, I, I was in theater too. I was a theater major too. And, you know, I, I did theater after a, a little bit. Um, and so, like, for me, it was always kind of like, I think not just me, but like for my other friends too. We didn't dress up so much just because we were dressing up all the time anyway. So like yeah, Halloween totally. was like, eh, let's just go get drunk and like do tarot cards or something. Yeah. Um, so like, for yes. me, I think like one of my favorite costumes was like just one of my cheap ass ones in college when I just like put black on my teeth and like wore and like carried a bucket. I got very nervous when you said black. Oh um, no, girl, I have not. I have, listen, this is not the Justin Trudeau show right now. There, yeah, there, there right? is no blackface in my history. Um, <laughs> but I, I put like tooth black on and like carried a bucket around and I had my hat backwards and I was Andy from the Bucket Factory. That was my fucking costume. What the dumbest thing in the, the world. world. But actually it was also kind of funny. Like it worked for me. I <laughs> love it. I love it. You're the winner. Andy, <laughs> Andy from the Bucket Factory. There you go. <laughs> All right. Speaking I think that cards. will bring us to kind of a break if that works and let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to tell you some spooky stories from our real lives welcome back everyone to friday the 13th horror podcast and this is our bonus episode for all the horror with kim and cat stay alive Maybe. Um, and we're so glad to have them with us. And we're going to move into our next section now, which is all about real stories from our lives. Stories of either urban legends that we've experienced uh, or that we grew up with, or even real ghost stories from our lives. I want to hear yours first. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, so um, this is actually sort of a personal ghost story. Um and I want to preface this by saying that, like, I really, like, do believe in ghosts. Like, I don't know what that actually, like, really means necessarily. Like, if it's just, like, an energy or if it's <laughs> a real spirit or, like, what this is all coming from. But I believe that there are things that, like, happen around us. 
Um, and, you know, growing up, the, the house that I grew up for most of my childhood in, we did have a, 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 another ghost, the one I'm going to talk about, um, who sort of did things. We blamed it on this woman named Jan Morlin, and she was the wife of the guy that built the house. Um, and she was actually buried. We had a very big backyard, um, and she's actually buried in the backyard. Wait, for, like, <gasps> no. no. Yeah, for real. What? Yeah, we, Get out yeah, of we, here. We sold the house last <laughs> year because my Gosh. mom moved in with my sister because she's, she's pretty old now. Um, but we sold the house finally. But yeah, she was buried in the backyard. Did you have to disclose that information? I don't know. Um, I left that to my parents. But Merle definitely buried her in the back. And that, that's just like the kind of family that they were. So there was like a gravestone and stuff no back gravestone. there? No gravestone. I think that Merle and his sons knew like where she was buried. Uh, but I, I never saw like the exact spot. That's more creepy. Yeah, right, right. It's an unmarked grave what? in your goddamn backyard. Whoa. Holy shit. And the fact that her name is Jan, I'm just picturing Jan from the Brady Bunch, and it's cracking me up. <laughs> That's perfect. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha. <laughs> she, she would do things like, um, she would like take things and move them. It was all very, it, it was never anything like crazy. But we, we would eventually kind of blame everything on, on Jan. Um, a couple of things that happened to me were, um, I, and I do remember these things very, very vividly. Um, I remember once like laying on my bed and, and, and this is when I was still living in a room with my brother, uh, my brother, Michael and Michael wasn't there, but I was watching our little 13 inch TV that our mom bought us for Christmas. Right. Um, and I was watching whatever I was watching and like the remote was on my bed, but I wasn't like holding it or anything. And I was, I think I was laying on my stomach, like watching the TV. Right. Um, and the TV turned off and I got up to turn it back on and went to go lay down motherfucker turned off again and then it did no. it again same thing and then i then i left the room because i like that yeah. was very strange goodbye and then another <laughs> time this the only thing that was actually really scary for me in the house was i was hanging out with my cousin once in in my bedroom i think it was my cousin jacob um and we were like playing video games or whatever we were doing i can't remember um, but we were also, I remember we were looking for something. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but there was another story that like Jan had like taken my sister's shoes one day and it was like, it's just kind of like an urban legend just for us and our family. And so we <laughs> yeah. were looking for this thing and I, we couldn't find it. And I remember saying something like, God damn it, ghost, just give me the fucking thing back or whatever the thing was. <laughs> and there were three pictures of ships on my wall, like sailing ships. Those fucking things all came off the wall right then no i saw that shit happen and that was when we ran out of the house Sir, that that is not right oh my god that's terrifying too much how did you this was in your bedroom in my bedroom how did you sleep there ever ever again ever (laughs) you know honestly that's a good question i I think (laughs) compartmentalizing Yeah, and like I, I was saying earlier, like you know, we grew up Catholic, and we grew up pretty old school. Like we're we're Croatian and Italian, so I had a lot of really old relatives, and um, and like we sort of grew up with like an understanding of like things always being around us. Mm. Yeah, and so like it was scary for sure, but it also just sort of seemed like this is just reality. You yeah, know? like what am I going to do about it? Just like it's as it's as right as rain. Like like you know the sky is blue and there are ghosts around us and like and like people get possessed. Like yeah. that's just how the world works. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? right. Holy um, shit! But balls. then but then to to shift the story a little bit. Well, not the story, but to shift what you know the, what I want to talk about is you know listeners know that you know both Andrew and I both of our fathers died, um, and my my dad died twenty two years ago next month. And oh, when wow. he died, he died in a car crash, and. 
Some interesting things happened after he died. The night that he died, um, we called my brother, um, who for, and this was like like at the like dawn of cell phones, right? So like, and Michael was like a poor college student, so he didn't have a, a lot of money. Um, and so for some reason, we had to call him at um, at uh, a payphone on campus at IU and uh, at Indiana. And he said that when we called him and when we told him what happened, that the phone booth that he was in like filled up with the scent of Lagerfeld, which was what my what? dad wore, which is insane. Um, and then the night wow. that um, the night that dad died too, uh, my sister Rebecca also had this very strange dream. Um, where she uh, she saw the accident happen like, like in her dream, and she saw the cars she, she saw the cars hit, and she saw my dad's car go into a field, and after it went in the field, she saw this like blue vapor come up from it, and then like she woke up like like you know holding her chest and like breathing really hard. Um, and when we went to go visit the the site, which none of us had ever been to, it, like it like happened sort of like in the middle of the country in in um, in, in Indiana. And so it was, you know, very rural and we went to go visit it. And Becky was like, this is exactly what I saw in my dream. <gasps> and then, what? um, and then a few years later, um, but not a few, but like, you know, probably like six or seven years later, um, my, a couple of my sisters had children, um, had more children, I should say, cause there's a lot of children in my family. Um, and <laughs> Can't stop making babies. I know. Right. And so they, <laughs> they all had a little something like there was my nephew, Joseph, who would lay on his back and he would. Um, look up at the ceiling and say Grampy over and over again, which, you know, was <gasps> oh very hard for my sister Lisa to hear. But then yeah. also my sister Katie, um, her daughter Ella. So she was young and Katie was like at her like desk or whatever, like doing bills one day, right? Like writing checks or whatever. And Ella was watching TV. And on TV, um, she saw like somebody floating. It was like a, it was like a, a cartoon and like somebody was floating. So she started pointing mm -hmm. at the cartoon and she just kept saying, Grampy, Grampy, Grampy. <gasps> um, and of course, she had oh. never met my dad. My dad had already died by then. And sure. Katie heard that and she was like, you know, she got the chills and she was like, Ella, do you see, do you see Grampy? All that Ella said was red car broke and my dad died my dad died in a maroon Ford Taurus. What? Right? Yeah, I mean, kids are just so much more connected wow. to that yeah. stuff because they don't know to not be. I have you know chills. what I mean? Yeah. And you know, the um it's interesting because everyone's had a little something, you know, like I mean, like for me, like, you know, I was I was fifteen when it happened. Like when I would do yard work and like birds would fly around, I'd be like, Oh, there's my dad. You know, like I mean, there's a little something that you can like always kind of find that feels mystical. The saddest part of it is that my mom has experienced nothing. And she always wanted to experience hmm. something. Um, and so hopefully one day he'll make that happen. My aunt, who is actually, and you can pass this on to your mom. My aunt is actually a healer and has like a lot of uh, interaction with the with sure. the spirit world. And she was actually just visiting in L.A. What she would tell your mom is that your father has no unfinished business with her. He comes to the people that need him. He comes to the people that need to, to see him and hear from him. If he's not coming to your mom, it's coming from like a sense of trust that huh. she's okay. Aww. So as much as like your mom would like love to hear from your dad, you know, your dad's energy is, is needed elsewhere. I love that. Uh, you know what? I will tell her that. Thank you. 
for sure. But yeah, those are my little stories. I love, I love that. that. Sorry, sorry to bring it down. No, I think I, I think it was like really nice. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. So why don't one of you two go next? Okay. So I actually <laughs> grew up down the goddamn street from a straight up haunted mansion. What? It's actually a national historic site. And so I grew up like going to this beautiful, it's called the Hampton Mansion. You guys can look it up, you know, donate your money to national parks. Uh, They're being, you know, they're being underfunded. They need your help. They're a huge part of our history. Anyway, right up the street was the Hampton Mansion. And the grounds are always open. We would go sledding in the uh, British-inspired tea gardens. Like, it's <laughs> one of the do. most beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, one of the most beautiful places you've ever fucking seen. And when I was a little pool rat, uh, you had to pass the mansion to get to the pool. Sometimes we'd get bored, and so we'd head over to the mansion and, like, take a tour or break into the graveyard or whatever. And I remember as a kid on the tours, they would tell us about these ghost stories of the Hampton Mansion. And they were just like, yeah, this is just part of the history. Well, the National Historic Site has since taken over the Hampton Mansion and they refuse to talk about any of the supernatural stuff. But this is all stuff that like I grew up hearing. And also, I'm pretty sure I saw one of these bitches. So that's what I'm going to tell you. The Hampton Mansion is fascinating. So. Uh, They have their own graveyard on the 60 acres of land. They actually used to own like most of Baltimore. And then they just kind of sold off parts of their land um, as time went on. It was built by Charles Ridgely in 1772 and then completed in 1790. Um, And unfortunately, he died uh, like right around there. Like he didn't really get to enjoy the his dream house. So there's a lot of like energy surrounding that. And uh, unfinished business, unfinished business, for sure. So some of the ghosts that I remember hearing about was the first mistress of the house. Her name was Priscilla. She was an incredibly depressed, mentally ill woman. And of course, in like the 17, 1800s, there's no help for people like that. Like you're just sure you're fucked, basically. And so she fell into great states of mental depression. She lost she lost interest in her 11 children. And I'm like, uh, me too. You had 11. 11? Like, I don't know if that's uh, mental illness. Where just, do you put that energy? I'm I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're just tired. You're tired. You have 11 kids. Your vagina hurts. Yeah. <laughs> um, poor, put put like, cream on it. I just like can't. <laughs> Like, I'm just like, it was, ju- that's just too much. 11 baby, stop. So she oh became very secluded in her own room uh, and was described as severely mentally unbalanced and died a very unhappy woman. She is seen constantly dressed in a gray, dr- a gray gown, wandering through the hallways and passages and various rooms that she refused to go into when she was alive. So they're they're saying that she's actually looking for the happiness that she never found when she was alive. And when one of the descendants of Charles and Priscilla was getting married there, it was the night before her wedding, and she heard a tapping on the door. And she went to the door and there was this frail, thin woman in this like wispy gown who was just like shivering in the cold. And so... The bride asked her, said, come in, warm yourself in the ho- by the hearth. Come by the by hearth. The hearth. Come, yes. Yeah. yes, come to the hearth room. Me when I use that word. Yes, the hearth room. And as soon as she, like, offered her to come in, 
the woman turned and disappeared right in front of her eyes. Oh my God. Yeah. And so that was, I'm pretty sure I either saw her or I saw this next bitch who was actually not part of the family, but she had gotten really sick. And of course, that the cure for sickness in that time was like, go off to the country and breathe the fresh air. So her parents sent her off to the Ridgely house, now known as the Hampton Mansion, to like breathe the country air. And she came down to breakfast one morning and she looked rough. Like her hair was like all messed up. She had like bags under her eyes. She's doing that walk of shame. Like she looked like a straight mess. And the mistress of the house was like, bitch, what's wrong? And she was like, I had this awful dream that I was being chased by a man through the through the cornfields, wielding a scythe and saying, I'll kill you somehow, some way. And the lady of the house was like, well, that just sounds awful. We need to cheer you up. You go sit on the porch. I'm going to plan a ball for you tonight. Like you do. Uh, when your friend's sad, you plan a ball. So, like, like oh, and by the way, it's going to be tonight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she planned a ball. Everyone came. It was the party of the week, I guess. And uh, the mistress was like, why hasn't Signet come down yet? Her name was Signet. Signet Swan was her name. She was like, oh, why is she? Oh, God, what a name. Right? <laughs> she was like, why hasn't she come down yet? So the butler goes up to her room, and she slumped over her vanity, brush still in hand, dead. And the, oh doctor, my God. and the doctor was like, I have no idea what killed her. So whoever the man was. I do. It was a ghost scythe. Right? <laughs> Um, so she's the one that I think I used to see in the window. If you would go around to the back of the mansion, that's where we would go sledding and you could look up at the windows. And there's one window where they say that she like sits there and combs her hair. And I think that's the bitch that I've seen before in the window. No question. Um, The very last one. And this, this is the last one because this is one that like people like talk about when Charles died, like right before his house was finished, uh, the, he had been overseas and so he wasn't even home the family heard a horse-drawn carriage with a hearse on it pull up to the front of the house and there were no tracks around it a hearse was loaded out of it and then disappeared oh my god what the next day the family got the message that charles had died but the family was already in mourning because the ghost carriage had already come to tell them. Jesus. What? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. (laughs) And they like, don't tell this anymore when you go on tours. Weird. It seems like they would want to capitalize on that. I know. I don't know why they don't do it. And there's a butler that like still serves people there. Like he won't leave. Oh my God. Yeah. You guys should look it up. The Hampton Mansion is fucking badass. It's so cool. Cool. And you grew up right down the street from this? Yeah. Like I would, I I would like cut through my neighbor's, one of my neighbor's yards to like get to the fields, like out in front of the house. That's amazing. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And we would break into the graveyard. Well, listeners, look it up. The Hampton (laughs) Mansion In, in Maryland, right? Yeah, um, it's, yeah, the Hampton Mansion, H-A-M-P-T-O-N, Hampton Mansion. Um, you'll find it wherever. It's super, super wow. cool. Yeah. Well, I, I have something along the same lines uh, because it was like an, a local urban legend that I grew up with. And that is, um, th- I grew up in like northern Michigan um, and it's called the Hippie Tree. Ooh. Has anybody, has anybody heard of the Hippie Tree before? No, no, but it feels like a place I should visit. 
<laughs> well, you might be, uh, you might not want to go there because really? it's also uh, a portal to hell. What? Oh, cool. Um, so I grew up with this legend. Um, in the 1980s, uh, our local uh, state mental institution, just like much of them, was shut down in the 80s. Um, in Traverse City we were one of the three in Michigan that actually had like a mental institution like a a a real hospital that was devoted to men's mental health yeah Um, and during deinstitutionalization in the U.S. it shut down and I can't tell you I I remember this as a kid they just let everybody out seriously wow they just let them out and most of them were homeless And they just kind of hung a big place like god it's like uptown in Chicago (laughs) Jesus Um, That's fucking (laughs) yeah, I know it it was so weird. Um, But so the hippie tree has kind of its own little mythology. Um, It's a fallen down uh, willow tree that's been there for you know since since time existed. I guess since since time (laughs) immemorial. But um, the the reason it's called the hippie tree is because in the sixties, literal hippies used to go there and. It was said that if you left a message or drew a picture on the tree that you would gather enlightenment. Like Ooh. you would like know like the secrets of the yeah. universe. Yeah. Kind of it, I mean, obviously they're probably on drugs. So fair yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. But first eat this shroom. You're like, and then do acid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And get this. I'm just, I, I think I've covered this on a previous episode before, but the, the mental institution is still there. But now it is a mall and condos. I don't understand. Yes. It is so weird. I can't even explain it Get to you. Out. Just look it up. And I, like the people know that, right? The yeah, people, the people absolutely. That, like, bought it. And they're very like gothic buildings. Here's the thing. I'm a creep. I think I'd live there. <laughs> Just to be like, guess where I live? I don't know. I'm creepy. Yeah. I, I get it. I hear you. Yeah, but um, so the hippie tree is on the grounds of the the former mental institution, and it is said that people that travel down the path to go to see the hippie tree, which now is like littered with graffiti and like art from like the sixties and seventies and eighties, like people that have pilgrimaged there, um, it is said that when you're walking to there, uh, is like uh, you would hear in the woods like sticks cracking and like rocks being thrown there's been people that have reported rocks being thrown at them there's even one man that reports that he was pushed down only to later go back to his car and realize that he had a welt on his back (gasps) in the form of like a a hand in the back jesus and it's and and the and and what they've said about the hippie tree is that it's an amalgamation of all of the souls that were lost in the mental institution at that time because we all know that in the hi- the heyday of mental institutions, it was all about electroshock therapy, oh God, like a lot yeah. of those things that yeah, we don't do sure. anymore. Now that we understand mental health a little bit better, <laughs> a little. Bit. Um, but uh, yeah, it said that all their souls are gathered there, and then it, the the woods are haunted there, and people have reported many things. And then it said that if you walk around it in a certain configuration, which I I. I looked it up. I tried to find it. I could not find what that like formation sure. was. But there's, it's said that if you walk around the tree in a certain formation, that it would open a gate to hell and you'd be ah! sucked down with all of the unwanted souls. Sounds Literally. like season three of the OA. <laughs> right? Oh my god, that sounds awesome. Wait, have you been to the tree? Did you go? I have. Yeah, I I unfortunately have not experienced anything at the hippie tree, but I did do a a ghost hunt of the mental institution before it was turned into 
um, what it is now. But um, we went on Christmas night because we knew that that was the only time that security would not be there because it oh used to be like God. it used to be like heavily uh, secured. Like sure, they have course, like, yeah. because people would break in all the time. But um, we went there Pro- probably just a liability issue out of more than anything. Sure. Um, and I have a video of it. Um, we, we we and Kim and Kat, this video is awesome. Let me see <laughs> it. I want to see it. Yeah, we'll we'll post it or we'll send it to you. You have to. Um, but. So the weird thing is, is that we we ha- hit a point in the in the video where we hear where we're investigating and we hear a very loud like ah! in the in the woods. And I I am such like a a nervous person that I accidentally hit the record button like right at that point, so it it cuts off right there because I'm I'm like a no. I'm like a shaky person, you know, like yeah. I don't know if certain people are shaky or not, but I am, <laughs> and I accidentally hit stop. And so we don't. <laughs> oh fuck! But it, it definitely is on the video. Holy the shit. roar in the background. What you've seen oh it? You know. Oh, yeah, we have to get that shit analyzed. Yes, please analyzed. send it to me yesterday. <laughs> yes. I must see this. We'll get it out there. Do you, do you have it on the computer? Can you do that? I have it on. Weirdly enough, I have it on DVD. <laughs> do you have it on mini disc? <laughs> could mail us a copy we'll, we'll mail great. you the uh laser disc the version floppy disc. Later this week, okay <laughs> great thank you all right do we have uh, any more stories is it my turn yeah it's your turn okay yeah. um well i okay I'll, I'll i'll start with my personal one i like your telling of one just reminded me of like the roosevelt stuff oh that I was, yeah. Like, That's super interesting yeah, yeah, too. yeah 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 mine's super short so maybe i'll do both but um Ketra and I always joke about how we grew up on like different side of the tracks, you know, like I didn't have a hearth room or uh, the British tea garden by my house or whatever the fuck she just talked about. <laughs> I, it wasn't I, my I, British tea garden. <laughs> I'm from Philly. Um, but yeah, but I used to go down the street to like my neighbor Vicky's house and like uh, we were obsessed with doing seances and Ouija board yes. stuff. We do that shit all the time and definitely had creepy things happen. And we would do like Candyman and Bloody Mary and all that stuff. And like there was definitely like some like candles blowing out and like different seancey things that would happen. And like sometimes we'd have sleepovers and people would talk about like seeing like, I don't know, her house was definitely like old and kind of creepy. But one time. Oh, so we did have a thing where it's like whenever we were playing Ouija board, it was it. we were told at least that if things started being spelled incorrectly, it was the devil. So oh you God. like immediately had to like turn it over and be like goodbye. The devil lost the spelling bee, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but one time, so I um have a bajillion brothers, but one of them um is named Bobby, and then my stepdad's name is Barry. And at the time, my stepdad was like newer to our lives, basically, and um we started talking to someone on the Ouija board, and we asked like where they were and they said they were in hell and we were like why are you there and they said murder and we were like what's your name and it spelled out barry and then we were like who did you kill and it spelled out bobby which is my brother what What the fuck (laughs) and i was like "Ah!" (laughs) i was like goodbye (laughs) i love also you're like where are you it's like i'm in hell (laughs) i know I'm oh, in hell. hell. No big deal. I'm an H E double high. <laughs> We're like, what'd you do to get there? <laughs> oh, how's it going? Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's super weird, though. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 
No, it, and I, I, I think that um, anybody that wants to share their story, like, send it to us yeah, because please. we we love hearing this shit. Um, and I think that there's like, there's probably a cool episode in the future where we could do like, um, listener feedback ghost stories. Yeah, you know, and I think honestly, like. Um, God, I'm always the person like, that, that like brings party down, right? Like, let me tell you about police brutality. Um, but like, it's like I think that the stories that we tell that are like our own like ghost stories or our own urban legends, like there's a reason why they affect us in a certain way or a reason why we remember them, and so they're really important to tell because they are a part of like our culture as humans and like totally. you know people like us. You know, we asked you earlier, like you know what scares you right now, like like, like in the real world. And I think that like our, the stories that we share about this too sort of connect deeply on that level as well. Like, what are we actually afraid of? You know, those are the things that we have to wrestle with as humans. Totally. And I think sharing them is just such an important part of what we do. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. There's a reason we started this whole thing. Exactly, right? <laughs> but I think that will wrap us up for this bonus episode for All the Horror. Remember, All the Horror is a uh, a compilation of authors of... Oh, wait, no, we have a game. I was going to say, wait, we have a game. wait, hold on, we have a game oh, yeah. first. <laughs> So I think we're let, unwrapping. Let's ta- unwrap ourselves. <laughs> let's take a quick break and then we will come back with a game for Kim and Ket. Stay alive. Okay, everyone, welcome back. We're in our final segment, which Andrew almost forgot about. I'm glad he didn't because it's a fun game. I'm sorry. Rude. And it's called Hack Up. Shack up or hook up. I said it right finally for the first time in our show's history. <laughs> so this is the game that we said, eh, fuck Mary, fuck kill. We're gonna do our own and it's hack up, shack up, or hook up. So we give you three choices and you let us know which one you're going to hack up, which is kill, of course. Duh. Um, what's the next one? Shack, shack up. up, which means marry or hook up, which means um you just wanna hit it and sex. quit it. Hit yeah. it, hit it and quit <laughs> right. it. One night, baby. <laughs> Okay, so Kim, you're first. Okay. And these are your choices. We're going to go from the bottom. Um, Mary, Winifred, and Sarah Sanderson from Hocus Pocus. Oh. Hack up, shack up, or hook up? I need a description of the names of the... So Sarah Jessica Parker, is... Kathy Najimy, and Bette Midler. Who, who's who? Are who? The, yeah. Who's who? So Winifred is Bette Midler. Right, right. Mary is Kathy Najimy. Right. And Sarah is Sarah Jessica Parker. Right. I think I'm gonna. Okay, wait. I'm think. I'm very curious about this. <laughs> I think that. Oh man. It's okay. hard, right? I know. Yes, this is so good. Okay, I think I'm gonna. Mash. Mm, uh, sh- poor Ketrin. This I, is this is now our I know podcast. what Ketrin is talking about when you're trying <laughs> I to make know. <laughs> I take all of my decisions very seriously. I know. And guys. I was like trying to have a neutral face to not show how irritated I was. <laughs> okay. But. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna shack up with Sarah Jessica Parker. Great. I was gonna fuck her at first, but I was like, I think she'd just be really fun for life. Mm. <laughs> you do you girl. And you then I'm you. gonna um I'm gonna fuck Bet Midler. Okay. Winifred. Or, no, so what's that? Hook up and then uh I'm so sorry. Kathy, I know you're gonna hack. Really, oh my god, you're gonna you're kill gonna Kevin and Jimmy. Kathy and Jimmy. Well, I have to hack up one of them. That's really Why fucked up, Kim. I have to you pick guys, one. Let's go. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. I love it. 
I'm going to shack up all of them. No, sorry. You already you already chose to kill Kathy Najini, monster. <laughs> hey, Ketrin, your choices are 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 um matrons from the craft. Yes. So you have Feruza Balk, Rachel True, and Nev Campbell. Okay. 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 So I will definitely fuck Feruza Balk mm-hmm. all day, all night. That seems so fun. I bind you, Nancy. <laughs> Girl, bind me. So then I found Nev pretty woe is me in that movie. I feel like she'd irritate me if I was with her for life. And I already sure, like, sure. definitely want to fuck Feruza. So I think I have to hack up Nev Campbell. And then... I follow Rachel True on Twitter and I just feel like we would have a lot we'd we'd really enjoy some book clubs and like drink tea together on the porch. I just feel like she'd be great You'd to have shack a great up life with. together. Yeah. Sounds Oh, great. that's nice. I yeah. love that. Yeah. But for okay, good hot. choices. Thank you. Now, Kim, that's we're going to switch Kim. We're going to switch over to serial killers now. So here we go. Um, So Charles Manson. Right. Ted Bundy. Right. Or Jeffrey Dahmer. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Same problem where my immediate reaction (laughs) is I'm like, oh, I want to fuck this person. Right. But. I want to fuck them the most, so I guess I'll shack them up with them. So I'm right. going to shack up with Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then I you think can that fuck makes them sense. all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, he was like the best looking, too. For sure. And like the most um, charming. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like we'd kind of yeah. live a happy life together. He also like was married. Like, he already proved that yeah. he could commit. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, he would just be a complete psychopath and like trick me into like having a happy life for the rest of time. And I'd be like, cool. Yeah, sounds great. Better True. than half the guys True. I date now. Bitch, who you fucking? <laughs> <laughs> and all right. And I think, okay, then I'm I'm going to have to, I mean, look, I love some kinky shit, but I don't want to get eaten when I'm fucking somebody. You don't? <laughs> so, I disagree. I mean, <laughs> I strongly disagree. <laughs> I mean, only <laughs> Please stop eating my foot. <laughs> Just like not my whole body. Right, right. Not chopped up into pieces right, and cooked right, for right. dinner. Sure, sure, sure. Just like a specific area. Sure, sure, sure. Can we get it? Just little bites. <laughs> little bites only. Right. Not full. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Uh, so I'm going to hack up Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. And which means I'm going to uh, hook up with Charles Manson. Okay. Which I think would be okay. like a it's probably a wise choice hippie. considering Jeffrey Dahmer was gay. So oh, I true. think you've I think you've made the right choices in general though, right there. That those all make sense to I me. I don't think there is another choice. Like I think that that's the only logical choice. Yeah, truly. I agree. Good choices, good choices. All right, Katrin, now it's down to you. And this one's a little weird. So suspend your disbelief for a second and oh, pretend that you are uh you are Ketrin doll. Ketrin what? You're you're a doll. Doll. Oh, doll. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. I'm in. And, and you are either going to hook up, hack up, or... Oh, damn it, I messed we it up We always again. do it. It's fine. You know what, you know what we're asking. I, I got it. Um, you either have Chucky, Annabelle, or the clown from Poltergeist. Ugh! Okay. I, are, I immediately I know this. Uh, I'm for sure 
hacking up the clown from Poltergeist. Immediately. I don't, I don't know what he brings to the table. Like, I just am kind of <laughs> like, I don't. There's no personality. Yeah, I don't know what you're about. No. You're just like sort of generically creepy and I'm not here for it. Uh, then I'm going to obviously fuck Chucky or hook up with Chucky. Uh, I just. You know, I don't want him around for a long time, but I feel like for like one night we can get weird. Yeah, uh, one then, night only. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna shock up with Annabelle. You know, we can just sit in our little rocking chairs together yeah. and fuck nice. up people's lives, and then go home and snuggle with our cat. That makes sense to me. Make yeah. ma- like make awkward smiles, that kind of thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so that's me, guys. Okay. All right. And we have one last one that I want to get from both of you. Yeah, I agree. So final thing is Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, and Michael Myers. <laughs> I have my answers on that for me. Totally. I'm going to hack up Freddy Krueger. He doesn't do it for me. And I know that my husband's going to be really upset about that because he loves Freddy Krueger. But like, I find him annoying. I don't like all the one-liners. I just think he's really extra. And I just find that irritating. So I'm going to go with uh, hooking up with Jason Voorhees. He just seems like a hit it and quit it kind of dude. He doesn't talk much. Um, You know, he's not really my type, but it would be like a fun sort of, hey, let's shake things up a little bit. Michael Myers, he really commits, you know, so I'm going to shack up forever. Yeah, he really Forever. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to go with. I have a feeling Burnsy might be the same. Am I correct? Uh, no, not at all. No. Oh, 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 oh. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Do tell. I'm Let her have that... her voice. I know. God. <laughs> We're not the same person, Ketrin. All right. Um, I'm glad that I had that time to think about it, though. I appreciate that. You're um, welcome. <laughs> I'm going to hack up Jason Voorhees. Okay. He just doesn't do it for me. Sure. Fair enough. Um, I had a tough choice between the other two because I'm, I don't know. They kind of, I'm kind of into it. it Yeah. I, I, I feel more towards Michael Myers, but he's so quiet, Mm -hmm. so quiet. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know that I could spend my life with such a silent man. Sure. Sure. So I'm going to just hook up with him. Okay. Because I I just, I think he'd pick me up and throw me around a little bit. Yeah, he would. And I think yeah. I'd like that. High five. Yes. Uh, which means I'm shacking up with Freddie. All right. Oh, my God. Right. Forever. You guys did such a great job. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. We really know who we'd like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> As every woman should. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, this was a delightful time. This it was so much was. fun. Thank you, guys. And so... <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to end this all the horror segment. Um, it was so much fun being with you, Kim and Kat. Thank you for being with us. Oh my God. Thank, thank you, you guys. We're honored. This is a great time. And folks, remember, this is all the horror happening right now. It's a lot of different podcasts doing this. So be sure to look up the hashtag on Twitter, all the horror. Uh, is it all the horror 2019? I think it's all the horror 19 is the hashtag, gotcha. but then all the horror, if you just follow all the horror. Yeah, just fo- follow that hashtag. And like, also, be please be sure to, uh, if, if you enjoy it, please be sure to talk about it on Twitter, too. Um, and once again, Kim and Kat, thank you for being with us. And Andrew, I also want you to know that I want us all to get, get slayed. slayed.